There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm John Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where don't worry, there's only a full-on singing show about once a month. It's not our fault that sometimes when the things arrive and we have no control over what the things are going to be, they include singing and banging on the table. Today is not that day. Nevertheless, we hope we have a fun show for you. Thanks for joining us. We do have an... Insta thing, uh, a passing thing, uh, we can't ignore it thing. Yeah. Uh, we see you, Bernie with the mittens. Dude, Bernie meme. We <laughs> see you. The er thing. The like overwhelming thingy thing. And, and not in just the like, not in just the it's all that's on Rex Chapman's Twitter feed kind of way, <laughs> although it was that for sure. It was like my entire work slack. Friends oh, yeah. sending me things, all my Jewish friends spending sending me the Jewish specific ones, which were hysterical. <laughs> like the Bernie meme. I mean, Ber- I'm sorry, Bernie stole the entire inauguration, and considering everything that happened, that was hard to do. So I we first noticed it while watching live, uh, because Eileen, I didn't notice it, but Eileen like, why is Bernie sitting alone? And she, I'm like, what? And then we waited, and they cut back, and I'm like. Oh, that's so sad looking, you know, yeah. he's just, but look at those mittens. Like, and as we were saying that, so was the rest of every single person Everyone. watching. Yep. My son uh, was to the point right that, on like, top of it. I, I didn't even see any Rex Chapman stuff yesterday, but we still spent a good half hour just sitting, cracking each other up, showing each other the memes that we were finding. Totally. It was amazing. I mean, re- like I'm sitting there, you know, all emotional and I'm like, I'm listening to this and I'm crying over this and I'm trying to pay attention to the poet. And I think, you know, and I'm trying to pay attention to Amanda Gorman, the poet. And this, and, and my son's sitting next to me and he's like, Mom, let me tell you about Bernie's mittens. Guess who made them for him? I mean, it was like immediate. Yeah. We, we like experienced the rise of the Bernie meme in real time, as did, I think, a lot of people who were online oh, yeah. at the same time. But I was like, I'm, I was not watching the inauguration with Twitter. I did not second screen it. I was just trying to actually watch it. And the whole time he's like, look at this Bernie picture. Look at this one. Now that Bernie's everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. By the end of the night, Bart was tweet, tweet, tweeting about it. Oh, yeah. Somebody had, of course, had put him in. I mean, uh, it's, it's just, amazing. It's such a an easy pose to put places because he's it just is. sitting uh it looks so funny because of the way his hands are crossed and also because he's just alone because he's like, hysterical he's all alone he looks did like he he's not like, have a plus one like got the cheap seats probably not he was like it's cold don't bother yeah uh i mean was... it's and somebody <laughs> one of my producers on tech was like i hope he knows like, do you think he knows and do you think he's enjoying it and i was like no he doesn't care oh he and knows they, doesn't care no he knows right. he doesn't care yeah. and then someone was like Dude, but I wish he would know how happy he made us. And I was like, do you even know Bernie? He does not. He would just be like, I don't know. 
I'm it glad was a, you're it happy. Was a perfect, I was warm. It was a perfectly practical. The outfit. other meme that I saw related to this, uh, which is not as popular, but but cracked me up as well, uh, was I come to you again, but it was I come to you again wearing this coat. Because the I come to you again meme, he's wearing the same darn the coat. The same coat. <laughs> this also was happening while I was trying to pay attention to the inauguration. My son being like, Bernie only has two coats. Look, here's a picture of this one. And here's a picture of that. I'm like, dude, I am watching. Gaga. It's a good coat. It's Gaga sensible. You don't need a hundred of them. It's a practical mm-hmm. man. It's just a practical. I mean, it. everything about it is amazing. We see you. And it was such a thing that we were just like, we we need to like acknowledge that thing up front which sometimes happens but yeah, we still have yeah. more things don't worry oh, it's yeah. not like the shanty show oh no oh no uh something i've been seeing more references to that's uh, that's one thing that trips my thing trigger it's not is it new like the bernie meme it's <laughs> like all right now i'm seeing a lot of I'm, I'm seeing this a lot of places could be my own personal bias but often it does lead to a thing and that is the werewolf game oh do you know that? the werewolf game nope this is not a nursery rhyme. Do you know the I know the way you said it was really pretty delightful, but no, I do not know the werewolf game. Uh, so this is a popular Zoom game right now, mm. uh, which is the context in which people are are talking about it. It also bears similarities to Among Us, although it predates mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, so I think that's another thing that's getting more people to pay attention. But uh, essentially, someone is told secretly by a, by a moderator. You need somebody to kind of run the game. Someone is told that they are the werewolf. Uh, and then everybody closes their eyes and the werewolf tells the moderator who they want to kill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they turn into a werewolf, kill the person. I do this in every Slack, in every Zoom meeting. Is this not? <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do it with the other people on the Zoom. I just uh, slack them. Everybody opens their eyes and you start a guessing game over who who killed like the person who got killed knows it like you're yep. dead uh but then everybody including the dead person has to guess who killed them and who's the werewolf God, i did not have enough fun games in my life and back in my party days everybody uh, everyone in the discord is like oh yeah this is a great camping game i played so many in person games of this but it is you could see it really working in our troubled times because you can actually do this on zoom yeah. Which is hilarious. And Tsubasa points out it's also called Mafia. Uh, there's other derivations, you know, yeah. along the same principle. But but yeah, apparently everybody's werewolf game. playing the werewolf these days. I'm inspired. I want to have a Zoom party. In, or you, like I was going to say this is perfect for you. Yeah. Oh, this looks super fun. And it you found it. It's embedded in a list of other adult party games that you can do remotely, which is delightful. Yeah, I guess adult party games on Zoom also also kind of probably a also thing. a thing. But yeah, the werewolf yeah. game, I could see it. Of course, it made a comeback because of Among Us. I mean, it makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, I think that's what boosted it above the others for sure. Yeah, because yeah, this Glamour article says Settlers of Catan is something you can play over Zoom, no, thank which you. I guess could work if everybody's got a board. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the other day I was shopping online. I know this is a shock to you, <laughs> but I was because I was like. <laughs> In the da- in the the family room downstairs, I just need like some piece of mid century art. Like a, it's just a mid century look. I'm, I don't need to. The flea market is closed. You I'm not going like, to go all crazy. Yeah. All right. I was like, I'm going to go to Etsy and just look for you know mid century art pieces to buy that are reasonably inexpensive. And every freaking listing that I saw for like pages and pages and pages was a downloadable print. Like downloadable wall art. And then I started looking around the internet and I was like, oh my God, 
this is everywhere. Like what you buy for six to fifteen dollars is a downloadable print that then presumably, and I would assume that this is the kind of thing that can only become a thing because now we have things like what is it, Frame FrameBridge? The the printing, the remote printing service, like framing oh, okay. service. I was gonna that's where I was going. It's like, so you have to have a printer that can do this, right? But no, you just No, use... you can just send a file off yeah. to these services that do printing for you and so or do framing for you. So you would end up with a framed print that would still cost, you know, fifty to two hundred dollars depending on the size or whatever, but you've only paid eleven dollars to download a high resolution file of your art. And I just think it is I don't know. I actually, to be honest, have no idea how common or widespread it is. I only know that I could not believe how many pages of downloadable prints I had to get through to get to actual art. Like I was like, what is going on? It's everywhere. And then it made me wonder, and thank you, SCW Lung, for pointing this out, because I was like, is this about Zoom backgrounds? Like is this how these got even more popular? Because I mean my first thought was like, well of course people don't want to go out. So they don't want to go shop for a print. Right. And get it. They'd rather just have it come to them, right? So that's and perfect. Art but is then hard to the ship. coordination of I can have my background be the print that is also on the wall behind me, right? Totally. I uh-huh. want to, that is such a great observation, SCW Lung. I bet you that this is somehow related to Zoom backgrounds because then you do get both. You could either have it in your background and you feel really cool, or you have it as your art and your Zoom background. That actually makes tons of sense. Because I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. And yeah, why yeah, yeah. is it all of a sudden everything that I'm finding when I search for wall art? And I honestly, it makes a ton of sense, too, because art is hard to ship. It's expensive to ship. Yeah. And so if you are like an artist on Etsy, I could imagine you being like, it's just way easier. Trust me, it's easier if you print this yourself. There's printable posters and then- all over the place. Yeah. You you don't have to wait for a thing to get shipped to you if you're not going to go to a store and get it. Right. And then you'd have to ship it back out to get framed or take it to the frame store. Instead, you just like, oh, download, boom, now I've got it. Now I right. can do whatever I want. Maybe Upload I've got it to the frame you know, store. a color printer I, I can make something out of it. Or maybe I, I just email it to the frame store mm-hmm. and tell me when it's ready. That's great. I mean, it's kind of genius. And I don't, I, out of some sense of like weird old lady puritanism i was like well i don't want to do this and instead i bought some art that is still in the process of being arted you know like hasn't it hasn't shipped i don't know when it's gonna come i'm like wait what was i thinking why did i not do this instead i'm getting handmade art just for me which is also great anyway Um, i think this is fascinating it's a thing i don't know how big a thing this is a good discovery this is a big thing it I looks like, like it. it's a big thing. Yep. I like it. The Zoom thing. That's uh, what brought it home. Well, as I often do on this show, uh, my next thing is about fashion. Oh, yeah. That's, that is your, that's your jam. <laughs> Obviously. Everyone who uh, knows you knows it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but he, he, this, this is the journey <laughs> oh, so, to oh, Chelsea sorry. Boots being my thing. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. Bergillion so, percent. It started with my wife receiving a pair of Chelsea Boots in the mail and me going... <laughs> Huh. And she was telling me like, oh, I wanted to get these at Black Friday, but then they were out of stock. And then I found, you know, she's telling me all the story. I'm like, so Chelsea boots are a thing. And she's like, oh yeah, Chelsea boots. They're not really a new thing, but they're definitely a thing. 
And, you know, they've come back into style and all that. So I go and I look. Not only are they a thing, but Men's XP at the end of December had an article called Five Reasons Why Every Guy Needs a Pair of Chelsea Boots Mm -hmm. in His Shoe Drobe This Season. Oh, what? Are we saying that? I don't know. Uh, Men'sXP.com is saying that. I don't know Mm -hmm. if anybody else is. I'm not willing to call that a thing yet. Uh, (laughs) But they make an argument. You know, about the versatile style, because if you don't know, Chelsea boots have an elastic bit, so you don't have any laces. You just mm-hmm. pull them on. It's just an uh, ankle high boot with this elastic. It's an ankle high pull on. And then they look like dress shoes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, same way cowboy boots or any other boot might. Uh, but they're boots, so they're durable. They're comfortable. And then I found out that they date back to Queen Victoria's shoemaker. Really? Charles Goodyear developed vulcanized rubber in the 1800s, and by the 1840s, the fashion of vulcanized rubber in boots began to catch on, elasticized boots, and Queen Victoria's shoemaker J. Sparks Hall uh, claimed that Queen Victoria walked in them daily. Wow, because they're so comfortable. The reason they're called Chelsea boots, though, has nothing to do with that. Uh, (laughs) It has to do with the neighborhood on the West End. Uh, is it the West End? I think that's the West End. Uh, the Chelsea neighborhood in London, right. uh, where all the mods in the 60s, Beatles were one of the popularizers of these boots back in the 60s, where they all wore these boots. And so people talked to, talk, called them Chelsea boots, or they even called them Beatle boots for a while. The Chelsea boots stuck. Look at you. I love that you did the research. Of course you did. And also, I'm just going to go ahead and verify that, yep, super duper thing thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And great. And now I'm shopping for them. That whole long silence. I'm going to shop I definitely for them now, too. I want yeah. these. I don't They're even great. need to wear shoes, but I, I want know, them anyway. Totally. That's what I thought, too. I was like, I'm definitely going to buy some of these. But where am I going to go in there? But still, they are the... Per- I mean, the ankle boot is already the perfect shoe. What I like about this is the is the crossover to it being an essential men's style, too, though. Because it yes. is like... It's, it's just as nice, like you said, as a dress shoe. But it's easy to put on like a sneaker. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Good find. And they're they're durable, too. I, I mean, because I'm thinking like, well, I've got sneakers that I wear on the dog walk. I should probably, you know, keep that because they get muddy or whatever. But mm-hmm. these are, even though they're dressed, they're, you know, they're durable. Maybe yeah. not, and they're b- b- waterproof. I mean, they're, they're leather. Yeah. They're love. They they're, can be. Yeah, they can be waterproof. Yeah, they come. I mean, you can get pretty much any kind. I mean, I bought a pair of Chelsea boots in uh like my first job out of college you know and there was this beautiful like wonderful wonderful shoe store in helena montana when i was working for the associated press and i bought a pair of italian leather chelsea boots for two hundred dollars because i was like oh my god i have a job that's like ridiculous that's a ridiculous amount of money i think my rent was 375 (laughs) dollars And I immediately was like, I have made a terrible mistake. And I tried to go and return them. And they were like, honey, no, like you <laughs> wore these suede, $200 boots. I can get a pair of suede leather Chelsea boots on Amazon for 40 bucks. Really? Yeah. Uh, they can't be I, that good. You should know. I was going to say, well, yes, this is why I was all the tell others you, are like 200. You should spring for the good ones because the $200 pair of Italian leather Chelsea boots that I bought back then in mm-hmm. 1997, 1998, lasted me 15 years now i gotta i gotta brush up on well doc martens is all putting out their own chelsea boot take oh Uh, doc martens totally back yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 
That's yeah. that's a thing. Also. Get the good, get the good yeah. kind. There you go. Chelsea boots. You may see me walking around in them soon. Love it. Or maybe just a picture of you with your new boots on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Well, that's where you would see me, of course, walking around inside in my Chelsea boots. So um, my next thing is, again, maybe not particularly widespread. And yet still, I will say a really fun evening at home. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with Azalea Banks, the rapper. Of course. She, yes. Yeah, of course. I say, of course. Yes. Yes, I am. Right. Azalea Banks, a uh, very controversial rapper. She has that cool 212 song, but she, but she's really controversial because she often is like posting all these homophobic slurs and mm. uh, racial attacks and defending Bill Cosby and being kind of MAGA. Like she's just she's it's it's nonstop scandal with Azalea Banks. Like she's always in a beef with someone. And then there was like a whole Grimes Elon Musk thing where I think Azalea Banks like posted all of like Grimes's text to her during a fight with Elon Musk. It's a whole oh Azalea Banks is a whole mess of messy. Okay. And according to my child, and I, I have yet to find firm uh, evidence of this, except that we tried it and it's really fun. There, it's, it's a little mini thing, a sub thing about how you can put into your search engine of choice, Azalea Banks and any date, and you will come up with a scandal. Oh, because like she's begin? so good. She's so good at working... So the, good. the hype machine that she's yep. got a scandal for every day of the year. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to put in my birthday. Yeah, me too. See what we get. Azalea Banks, May 23rd. Female rapper Azalea Banks allegedly goes bankrupt. Azalea Banks Instagram. Rapper shares disturbing dead cat video. Boils <laughs> it for scandal. Azalea Banks unveils altar featuring cat skull. Like, it goes on and on and on. But that's got- just for that date. What'd you got? Uh, for June 28th, I've got Azalea Banks launches GoFundMe to sue Russell Crowe. <laughs> nice. Give us some, tell us your birthdays in the, uh, in the chat there. Come on. I'll uh, do, I'll do my son's birthday. Let's it's see. It's really just Russell Crowe though. I'm not finding anything else. It's, it's all Russell mm. Crowe all the way down. Really? Wow. I didn't get any. Okay. We all got right. a January 13th. You do 13th. I'll do June 6th. Mm-hmm. We've got, I think, honestly, I think that uh, Google's going to be better for this. Sorry. Sorry, DuckDuck. Yeah, that's probably true. Azalea, uh, Azalea Banks, Banks, June 6th, Twitter account at deactivated after insulting uh, Monet X, fellow rapper. Oh. Um, okay, so for January 13th, Azalea Banks hits out at ugly Irish women after Aer Lingus <laughs> flight. She's got a whole beef with Ireland. There's a whole beef with Ireland. It's amazing. Also, from the 13th, Azalea Banks attacks Australia, claiming we're all notoriously racist. Azalea Banks, May 3rd, Cardi B deletes her Instagram after row with Azalea Banks. (laughs) See? I mean, this is fun. You drove Uh, my Cardi off Instagram, Azalea. Not okay. Okay, so from October 30th, we have Lana Del Rey escalates feud with Azalea Banks, but we also have Azalea Banks says Cardi's grandma is using witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, December 31st, Azalea Banks calls Sia an ugly, pasty white lady. What? I mean, she's not nice. Like, she's not nice. All right, so we got, and then we got January 29th, uh, Rihanna and Azalea Banks feud over Trump's Muslim ban. And then, just for fun, for the 30th, for the very next day, Azalea Banks posts Rihanna's phone number. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and then uh, September 16th, uh, Azalea Banks bleeds personability in Fonda show. This doesn't sound like a, uh, this is just a review of a concert. Oh. Ah, here we go. Uh, oh, no, that's the 28th. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not finding a, we may what? have found the exception. September 16th was Try an Azalea free day. Personability, yeah. She tweets about her girl group nostalgia. That's not a. Yeah, I think we found the one day. <gasps> the one day. In fact, she got a slightly posible, po- positive review on the Daily Trojan about how she bleeds personability. Wow. Which is an interesting headline. I mean, some okay. scandals came up, but they're not on September 16th. Yeah, totally. Lara, you have defeated the algorithm. <laughs> amazing you win uh, that's a fun game though. amazing you win it is fun though right it's a treasure like we yeah. really we spent a long time on it that's good stuff yep good fun right. good clean fun you know Except what else is good clean fun are send us an email <laughs> feedback at it's a thing dot me greg uh has some further we, we now move into old business uh in this case very old business shanty business uh oh, greg so says over. Hello. Apparently, when Stephen Colbert declared 2021 the year of the sea shanty, he helped call the final boss of sea shanties onto TikTok, Alan Doyle, the writer of Bully Boys, Canadian musician and member of Great Big Sea. It brought Newfoundland folk songs and sea shanties to the rest of Canada as rock songs. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely amazing. Melly sent in some Navy shade at the Shanty Mm. Craze. Hi, it's Melly, THD from San Diego, Doctor of Thingitude. Since I'm in the Navy, I follow their official Instagram and their social media team is fantastic. Attached is a screenshot from their page today showing that they are in the know and posted that we are seed. Sea shanty champs since 1775. <laughs> Anchors away, my friends. <laughs> also, it's one of my favorite things that the Na- about the Navy is that they go since 1775. I mean, we're technically older than the country. Just saying. Yeah, I know. They're like, mm-hmm, that's right. That's right. Uh, then Manny sent in some sub things from Among Us to help us olds <laughs> know what's going on. Uh, Manny said, Cap. Uh, I know I'm late, but I had to include it. It is a way of saying someone is lying and can be used as a verb, capping, as he's capping. That's a load of crap. Good to know. Mm-hmm. What's the cap? What's the lie? Uh, corpse. That, yeah. Officially corpse husband, possibly the most famous Among Us player currently. He is known for his deep voice and the fact that he has never shown his face, similar to Dream. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then number three, modded. Among Us, M-O-D-D, modded. It started with two main people playing Among Us mods, backpack and socks, but very recently expanded into the more mainstream Among Us players doing it as well. Amazing. And of course, somebody modded it. Like, that makes perfect sense. This has (laughs) been Among Us Corner with your Canadian correspondent and doctor of things, Manny, writes Manny, justifiably. Manny, seriously, thank goodness you're here. Yeah. Because I didn't know any of this, but I have heard of Dream. So yeah. at least I'm not completely behind the. And behind now the I have a better chance of knowing if someone's capping me. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna hit the child with it, and he's gonna be like, "No." He's gonna go, "No, it's not capping me." I'm it's gonna feel capping. so cool. Tom, yeah, exactly. Period. He'll be like, "You're not. I'm not capping God, you." You're so old. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what else is old? Strunk and White's elements of style, but Oldie it never but never goes know, out of time. Out of never style. Never goes out. Nope. Of style. Get it? Because it's. Hey-o. Uh, elements of style, of course, being the 
what the the Bible of written style. In fact, it would probably have a lot to say about capping me. <laughs> Were it to be rewritten today. <laughs> Capping, not to be used as the, anyway. You don't uh, need a direct we, object. We are going to the section words and expressions commonly misused, where Rich Straffolino has drawn inspiration for today's shout outs. <laughs> and he says, by the way, many of the patrons listed here are not so much bad English as bad style, the commonplaces of careless writing, as illustrated under feature, the proper correction is likely to be not the replacement of one word or set of words by another, but the replacement of vague generality by definite statement. Ah, This is what you're up against, patrons. (laughs) Well, let's find out what Mary Yen means in Elements of Style. Mary Yen, with object noun, means lay claim to, may be used with a dependent clause if this sense is clearly involved, not to be used as a substitute for declare, maintain, or charge. Lee Price, use this patron only of matters of a kind capable of direct verification, not of matters of judgment, that a particular event happened on a given date that lead melts at a certain temperature are Lee Price. But such conclusions as that Napoleon was the greatest of modern generals or that the climate of California is delightful, however incontestable they may be, are not properly Lee Price. Mm, Yeah, Lee Price is a fact. Got it. I was Uh, skeptical, but now I love this. Kevin Sill, overworked as a patron of vague approval and with not of disapproval, strictly applicable only to actions. Eric Duncan. Not to be used as a mere substitute for, say, remark. Restrict him to the sense of express, fully or clearly. Ah, you Eric Duncan to that quite well. <laughs> Jake Woods, a needless substitute for reliable or trustworthy. So true. And when you say reliable or trustworthy, you immediately think Jake Woods. You don't need to say it. You don't need to say it. It would be redundant. Yeah. Gabrielle Cohen, not to be used of persons. For example, you would never say the... Gabriel Cohen Bidens, equivalent to and the rest and so forth, and hence not to be used if one of these would be insufficient. That is, if the reader would be left in doubt as to any important particulars. Mm -hmm. So true. Uh, Joe Hode, a hackneyed patron, the expressions of which he forms part can usually be replaced by something more direct and idiomatic. Ouch. Brad Sparks. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Rich! Brad Sparks, another hackneyed patron. Like Joe Howd, he usually adds nothing to the sentence in which he occurs. Hood. Also, Joe I added, Hood ins- I added insult Hood. to injury by, by mispronouncing his last name. It's Hood. Sorry. Hood. Oh, heavens. Uh, Louis St. Amour, idiomatic Hood. and familiar speech as a detached patron in the sense agreed or go ahead. In other uses, better avoid it. Always written as two <laughs> words. That's true. You hyphenate St. Amour. I like that he just got more mad about this as it went along, because here we go. Mike Akins, this patron may usually be omitted with advantage. No, no not Mike Akins. we would no. never. I do think that Rich has accurately captured what happens when you try to read the elements of style. Definitely. You just get more and more angry. <laughs> yeah, that's called getting strunked. And this be exactly, despite his strunky treatment of all of you and our repeated mispronunciation of hood, uh, we are so grateful that you've chosen to support our show at the shout out level. <laughs> Even though sometimes you may wonder why, patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can join the fun. 
Email us your observations to feedback at it's a thing dot me. He's still going too. It's hood, like on a hood, coat. Hood, it's just Joe hood. hood. Just just get it right. Just Joe be hood. done with it. Talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> Joe Hood. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.